In episode 29 of the Speak Like Me podcast, we pay our respects to the Queen. We also discuss Chris's man bun, Lenka's limpy man, and my first ever drug experience. Hmm, interesting episode, guys. We also do some chinglish and stuff. Hope you enjoy it. Alrighty, welcome back, guys, to episode 29 of the Speed Up Me podcast. I'm Jacob Ringland. And I'm Chris from Australia. And we are your English teachers from a distance, teaching you cool words and phrases through our silly conversations and teaching you some useful stuff at the end of each episode in the form of a common mistake or just something useful that you can take and use in your everyday life. Uh, how are you doing today, Chris? You doing good? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Yeah. Rocking the man bun. I am. I've got a bit of a man bun, a bit of a top knot. A bit of a top knot situation. Yeah. yeah because... So much stuff to explain here because a lot of people uh-huh. are like, what? <laughs> rocking rocking a man bun? Actually, yeah. That That's is, like mm-hmm, to rock mm-hmm. something. Do you want to take that? Okay, sure. So to rock something is usually to like, it. it's part of your physical appearance. So usually a piece of clothing or a hairstyle. Or like eyebrows you've had done or something. You're rocking those eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. Girl. And it is wearing that or carrying that with pride. And you are looking good. Looking with good. It. Yeah. Yeah. Like if someone's, uh, you know. Like Chris, he has a man bun, which is what's what's a man bun? Uh, It is. So my hair is very long um, now. Well, for a man, it's it's quite long, and uh, I just had it down. uh, I, I, I did have it down as um, viewers of the podcast. Uh, have it down means? Like just hanging down, just hanging I suppose. Naturally, there's naturally no, it's yeah. not tied up in any way. Yeah, but now it is tied up. Yes. Uh, I have a hairband. I bought a packet of hairbands um, and I, pull, I pulled my hair up. And back. And now the little, the, the knot, the tied up bit, it forms this like kind of like a ball it kind of looks like a bread bun this a little rochlik yeah, kind little, of thing around uh, a mini rochlik on the top of your head basically yeah. this yeah. could be good motivation to check out the video podcast mm-hmm. if you're not aware listeners we're also we film this podcast and you can watch us on YouTube just go to speak like me on YouTube and you can check out Chris's man bun yeah and I have to say Chris you are rocking it thank you very it much pretty good I'm just uh, showing my profile at the moment to the camera i'm just turning my head side yeah. to side yeah not um, bad not bad mm. usually when i see man buns it kind of brings out these feelings of rage against, why against hipsters okay i just really don't like hipsters okay i love hipster places sure. where, where the hipsters hang out but just something about i find them so pretentious mm. callback yeah from last episode pretentious or cars alley if you're czech i was going to mention on the podcast um that we were a language school in czech republic so we're going to often say how things work in Czech. But also, there's no reason that other people can't learn English through this as well. It's not just for Czechs. That's true. Anyone who wants to learn, we're trying to explain it the best we can. But mm-hmm. if you're Czech, it's like a little bonus. Exactly. It little makes bit. it a little bit easier for you. A little bit easier, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, rocking the man bun. I have to say, the the um, evolution of your hair, just in the short time we've been doing this podcast, has been uh, nothing short of revolutionary. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, because let's be honest, it wasn't the best before. Nothing wrong with it. It mm-hmm. was fine. But I was never like looking at you thinking, oh, good hair. Just sure. kind of no emotions. Mm-hmm. But then you did the, the wavy thing. 
Uh, the uh, oh my perm the perm you mean? yeah the perm mm-hmm. and now the the bun is pretty good sure yeah I guess uh, I was going through like when we first started doing the podcast a year ago I was uh, in the process of growing out my hair yeah. uh, to be long enough to um uh, to, to perm it because it needs to get to a certain length before you can perm it mm-hmm. and then before that my hairstyle uh, that I had for quite a while was a pompadour. And I really liked. What's I that? really liked a pompadour. Is when it your hair goes like up, like vertically up, and then back. So it just like uh, you had that. Yeah. When? For a while. I've, I, what, I, recently. I, like I yeah yeah from like 2017 until I started doing my hair like this. Well, actually, during the pandemic, I didn't that much because uh-huh. I didn't get my hair cut very often. But okay. yeah, especially um, pre-COVID, for like. Three, four years before COVID, I had what is called a pompadour. And that's that. Maybe good vocab can be pre and post. Probably most people know this, but pre Mm. means before, pre-COVID, and post means after. Yes. Post-COVID, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Often use things like pre-World War II or post-World War II. Sure. Or whatever. Post-Soviet. Yeah. Post-Soviet. Post-Soviet. Sorry, I'm just thinking of this amazing TV show that I just watched. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I just want to tell you about it. Um, do you like? Oh shit! What's his name? Tom Hiddleston? No. Uh, he was in uh, Revenant. Oh no, no idea. Hardy? Yeah. Okay. Tom Hardy. I love Tom Hardy. Are you a Tom Hardy fan? He goes all right. He's great. I love him. I love him. And there's this. Uh, it's not new actually. It's been out since 2017, but I'd never heard about it. A show called Taboo. Oh, no idea. Dude. I think you would love this. I, okay, let, let me explain it. So it's Tom Hardy. It's a eight-episode series set in... Remember, this means describing where it was kind of supposed to take place. Set in 1805 England. Okay. During the height of the East India Company. Okay. If you're familiar with this? Yes. I think a lot of listeners might not know about the East India Company, despite it being maybe the biggest company that ever existed. Um, do you want to explain it? Uh, or- well, I don't know enough of the history of it to uh, uh, to, to, okay. to explain it, I don't think. Um, but before you do, you should probably explain the height of something. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. So the height of something means when something was at its most powerful state. So you can say um, like... The uh, height of the Roman Empire? The height of the Roman Empire. Or you can say 1941 is when the Nazis were at the height of their influence around the world or, or whatever. At the height of. Mm-hmm. It's height. It's like high. It's when you're at the, the maximum. Sure. At the peak. Strength at the peak. Yeah. The height of. Um, f- before we get into this, Chris, we have a lovely new alcohol selection. Yes. In the corner here. I'm going to show the, the viewers who are watching on YouTube because it's thanks to you viewers, mostly that guy Ruder, that big mm-hmm. spender, that we have, firstly... Oh, Glenn. Go on, sorry. A beautiful Glenlivet Founders Reserve Whiskey Single Malt Scotch. Going to show it to the camera now. Look at that, baby. Delicious. We had this on the podcast before, Chris. It's the one that we were both saying, wow, that's really good. Okay. So we've got that one. Looking, I'm going to have that today. Mm-hmm. Secondly, we have some pretty fancy gin. As you were saying, you like a nice gin. I it's do. It's called uh, Zafiro. Zafiro Premium Gin. Imported from Spain, 100% pure and finest botanicals. 
Looks pretty good. Do you want to have a little look? Sure, yeah. Looks pretty fancy. But for whatever reason, I didn't register that it was Glenn Livett. Uh, so now maybe we can, yeah, we'll, we'll leave this shut for the next time. I don't mess around, um, Chris. Mm-hmm. Only the good whiskey on the Speedland podcast. Sure. Uh, yeah, good no, this, we can wait until next time and when we have uh, some so, uh, tonic. tonic water. Some tonic water. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But Glenn yeah. Livett is really good stuff. Because, like, Glenn Fittich. That's like the like the stereotypical one that everyone gets. You know, it's like the next level up from like supermarket whiskey. Sure, like Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker, like, but it is good. Like Glenn, is it Glenn Fittich or Glenn Fittich? Uh, I believe Fittich. Okay, I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any nails right now? I just cut mine the other day. Okay, can you, yeah, can you, get, well, can you but... get in there? Uh-huh. And I'll get into the East India Company. Yep. So the East India Company was established in 1600, a long time ago, and. They basically sent some ships over to the East Indies. Do you know where the East Indies Indies are? Because I do not. Uh, well, is Caribbean. That, uh, well, that's the West Indies. Okay. Um, yeah. Because I felt kind of dumb not knowing this. Because mm-hmm. it sounds like it should be India, the East India Company. Yeah, but that was the thing. It's like they call it the West Indies because they thought it was west of India, but it was only west of England and would actually be east of India. If yeah. That- <laughs> it was all kind of weird. Um, the East Indies, this is on Wikipedia, such an interesting podcast today, right? The East Indies is a term used in historical narratives of the Age of Discovery. The Indies refers to the various lands in the East or the Eastern Hemisphere, particularly the islands and mainlands found in and around the India Ocean by the Portuguese explorers. So basically Indian Ocean. Okay. Okay, so the East India Company, they sent out some ships to these places. I'm not sure exactly which places, but I know it was... Oh, yes, some nice nice Glenlivet here. A bit kind of perverse oh, to, mix, to mix it with the water. That's fine, and that's far too much for me anyway. It's just so a finger, isn't it? It's with the water, Chris. Yeah, yeah. yeah it'll, it'll be, be okay. You'll be okay. We won't have a repeat of 25. If don't you start passing out, oh, it's all right. <laughs> if you start getting, getting antsy about my... My true fandom. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, long story short, they were like exporting cotton. Yeah, let's cheers. Cheers, Chris. Cheers. To episode 29. They were exporting cotton, um, sugar, all these things that we take for granted now. Tea? Uh, yes, tea. Um, slaves. Mm. Big money there. Um, yeah, it's amazing what <laughs> free labor. It's amazing how much money you can make. Mm-hmm. By doing horrible things to yeah. humanity. Mm. Um, but anyway, they became by far the richest company in the world. So much so, they had more money than countries. Yep. The East India Company had more money than the UK, than France, and Spain put together. Think of that. One company, think like Apple, Google, that had more money than like three massive countries put together. Yeah. They were so big, they had their own army. Mm. which was bigger than the UK's army. They had 200,000 troops. From many different countries? In the UK. Okay, then. Uh, Okay, no, wait, that's completely not true. They were probably British, but they were like used wherever the East India Company had business. So in India, Mm -hmm. in these islands and stuff, to sort of, um, you know, protect their investments and whatever. But from my understanding of reading it, they became the dominant force in these countries, like in India, like the East India Company, a company was basically in control of the country. And like, you know, that India became a colony of England. Mm. That's 
mostly because of the East India Company. Because when the company got dissolved, dissolved is when a, a company is made to stop existing. Maybe because it's like too big or something. Like in this case, the crown, the the crown, like the the king, he was like, oh, I've had enough of this shit and dissolved them because they got too big essentially. Mm. And then the the British the British went in there and just basically took over. He said, okay, India's ours now. How convenient. I had no idea how big this company was. Yep. It was like more powerful than like the king and queen, like crazy. And this TV show is based at the height of their power, 1805. Okay. Huge company. And it's about this guy, Tom Hardy, uh, whoever he's playing, who is the son of one of the directors of the East India Company who dies. And he leaves him this piece of land in America, which doesn't look like it's very important, um, but it actually is really important. And basically, Tom Hardy is like, he disappeared for five years. He got like kidnapped by some Africans. Okay. Learned a bunch of like dark black magic and then comes back to England like super smart and he like knows everyone's business. He knows everything that's going on and he uses this tiny piece of seemingly unimportant land to basically try and start his own empire. Okay. And it's a just a badass show. It's the first show in a long time that I couldn't stop watching. Okay. I was like staying up late at night even though I had to wake up early just to watch what would happen next. <laughs> you were binge watching it? I was binge watching mm-hmm. for sure. So good. So it's not an alternate... Oh, sorry, it's not a, no. like a history thing. This is a like... I don't know. I believe it's made up. Mm. I've not actually looked it up yet, but... The actors I mean, are... like, if, if it involves, like, black magic, well, then that's obviously... No, but there's not, like, actual magic that okay. you see. It's just implied. Okay. Naznacheni, which is when something's not directly stated, but it's, like, hinted at. You say it's implied. It's implied that he has, like, some kind of weird black magic going on, but you never see it. Okay. Um, but his acting in this, Wow. It's truly badass. Okay. At one point, he's like his eye twitches just like the little bit in his eye here, obviously on purpose. But I was like, dude, how do you do that? That's a real talent to be able to like control these involuntary yeah. muscle twitches. Yeah. Uh, just it was crazy as you want. You know, that's a that's a that's a real actor mm-hmm. being able to do that. I've always liked him. He like plays really good characters. Yeah. Always the same type of character. Mm. But always he's typecast in that way, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, who are some of the people that he's... Who are some of the characters he has portrayed? Well, Callback there, to portray somebody. To portray means to act them, like in a, in a show. Yeah. Well, he's been... Um, he was in Batman, right? He was uh, Bane, I think. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but he's usually uh, in like these older shows set in like the early 1900s or 1800s. Like he was in The Revenant okay. with Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. That was really good. He was in one of these like gangster shows, a gangster movies from like the early 1900s. Okay. I can't remember what it's called, but he was playing twins. Oh, oh, oh. No, I don't know. Like Gangs in New York or something no, like that? No, it wasn't. Maybe? It was something else. Okay. But it was really, really good. Um, I forget what else. Um, oh, he was also in um, Peaky Blinders. I was going to say that was that, that. seems like the kind of show that he would be. Yeah, and he was like a badass gangster mm-hmm. in that. He's always like a gangster. Sure, with but, Killian Murphy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good guys. <laughs> anyway, Chris, how are you doing? How has your last couple of weeks been? Uh, yeah, that, that's been fine. Very relaxed, very chilled. Just on the uh, going through the death spiral of summer. One oh. of my one of my friends from America asked me, like, "Oh, yeah, how's everything going? Is, is summer winding down there? Wind and, down? 
it, yeah, to wind down means to slowly end, uh, to come to a close. Yeah. Um, so you would say like, oh, the, this party is winding down. Mm-hmm. So That's let's really good. let's go. It's like slowing down, becoming more calm, like almost time to finish. Yeah. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, you need to wind down. You mm-hmm. need to slowly, almost like a computer, you need to shut down, but yeah. you can't just finish work, come home and then go to sleep immediately. You need to relax a little bit. You need yeah. to wind down. So she asked me, uh, is summer winding down? And I said, it's not winding down. It's going through a death spiral. Because it just changed so quickly. Oh, a month yeah. ago, it was like 35 degrees. And it then today so nice. or tomorrow, it's going to be like fucking 12. <laughs> I've been saying this since I've been here that Prague doesn't really have seasons. It just has summer and winter and it's like switches between them in like two weeks. And sometimes it's really soon and sometimes it's really late. Yeah. Like last year, uh, we had like nice 18, 19, 20 degree days in like October. I was sunbathing in October, Uh mid-October. Yeah. Then the next week it was like snowing. Sure. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, at this time last year, it was still really nice and warm. Um, and now it's already just cold and miserable. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. yeah because yeah. it didn't even get warm until halfway through June, I think. Oh, it's always like that. Yeah, but then it means like basically you get July and August, two months. Mm. Then it's just shit for like 10 months. Mm-hmm. That's not a good ratio. <laughs> yeah. Maybe ratio is a good word. Uh, I guess a bit it's the same, is it not? No, it's pomoniere in Czech. Okay, then. Pomoniere. It's uh, like two to ten. Sure. Yeah. Or two, like one to one is a good ratio of girls to boys in a party. For sure. Yeah, it's a good ratio. Mm-hmm. A ten to one is, is not good. Either it's really good or it's really bad. Okay, then. All right. Yeah. You make bronze in a... Yeah, it is a ten to one ratio of... Uh, Zinc? No. Uh, uh, copper, copper and tin, I believe. Mm. Yep. Cool. Copper cool. and tin is a yeah. ten to one ratio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So no stories to share. From uh, the last not really. Weeks? No, I have a very un, uh, I have a very uninteresting life uh, <laughs> at the moment. Not not a lot to share. Like really, right. I'm I'm uh, going through it. But no, I don't have much. But I wanted to ask you, Jacob. Yeah. How are you holding up oh, after the, the devastating news yeah. that has come out? Yes. In the last week. By uh, the so, time, yeah. So to hold up, how are, I asked Jacob, mm. how are you holding up? Mm. Um, to hold up is like, how how are you doing, basically? Um, kind of like surviving, kind of like... Mm, yeah. Like dealing with maybe bad news. Like exactly. After someone dies, like the queen, like mm. we're talking about now, or your dad or something, like, oh, how are you holding up, you know? Yeah. And it means like, how are you doing, basically, after but- some tragedy? Yes, after this bad thing that happened. Yeah. Yep. Well, it was quite unfortunate, Chris, because as you know, well, listeners, um, hopefully you would have listened to our first Small Talk episode, which came out last week, um, which is our, our new style uh, for the in-between weeks, for the off weeks, when we're not doing this main podcast, this full episode, we're going to do these little mini episodes in between, little 20-minute, 15, 20-minute episodes about a specific topic. The first one was about the Queen, which was very unfortunate. Because then she died two hours after <laughs> we filmed it. It's crazy. Because I did it because I, I got the like the news on my phone, right? It's like the Queen's ill. Mm. But you know, the Queen's often ill. Yes. You never actually know when it's... She's it, 96 years yeah, old. You know, we didn't think she was going to die two hours after. It literally was two hours, I think, yep. after we recorded. And, you know, I felt really bad. It's like, we hadn't been saying anything too bad, but... 
anything distasteful. Yeah. Mm. But anyway, um, yeah, I was genuinely sad. My reaction to the queen dying surprised me. Let's, okay. let's put it that way. I'm not some kind of royalist or, you know, I don't care that much. But it was kind of a weird feeling, this kind of emotion. And a lot of people have told me the same. This kind of like really strong emotion came out of nowhere. Okay. Um, I'm guessing this doesn't happen to you. No. Because she's not your queen. You know? No, like, she is. I mean, she is still like I, as an Australian, am a subject of the queen still uh, because it's part her, of the Commonwealth. You, but you see her as, like, as my queen, uh, as your queen. Uh, in a legal Just, and political sense, yes. Right. But maybe for me, it's also in like a personal sense. Sure, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I it was very strange because um, I got home, and I think when I was when I got home, I got the news that she died, and I turned on the, on the TV, and um, I f- almost felt like crying. Really? Wow! It surprised me too, Chris, because uh-huh. I'm not that type of guy. I did. You were not one to cry. Call back there. Good callback from last time, I think. Yeah, not one to do something. You're not kind of person who does something. I'm not one to cry at celebrity deaths, um, even when Carrie Fisher died, Princess okay. Leia from Star Wars. Um, something the true Star Wars fans would know. Exactly. <laughs> um, but anyway, I didn't. Yeah, I, I think I've never cried when anyone died. But then I almost cried. I my I teared up. Mm-hmm. To tear up, it means when you get the tears like from crying in your eyes, but they don't actually come like out of your eyes. You know Mm. what I'm saying? So to tear up, I teared. So it's tear, teared, teared. I teared up and I felt really like, wow. I didn't know why I was feeling it. So I texted my um, English friends and I was like, how you feel? And everyone felt the same. Wow. And one of my friends, one of of my best friends, Roseanne, who I went to her wedding uh, this year, she said, yeah, it's kind of like everyone's grand died. And I was like, yeah, that's a good way. That's a good way to put it. It kind of is like your gran, because like she's always been there. Mm. She's always been old, you know. Yeah. Since like you were born, she was already old. <laughs> now she's old as fuck, you know. It's like different, <laughs> but different levels of old. Yeah, I felt really sad. Okay. For like for like a day, for like two days. I, I, I'm still sad about it now, um, but I feel much better now. Okay, then you've gotten over it. Kind of, kind of. I've not thought about it too much. And I guess because I'm in Prague, I'm like kind of away from the whole situation. It's different. Um, to be honest, if I was in England, I would 100% be queuing. This is like four mile queue now to, mm. to like pay your respects to the queen. I thought that was a nice expression. Sure. When someone dies, usually someone uh, like important, you pay. Well, it's for anybody. Is it? Yeah, like I went to my friend's funeral to pay that's my true, respects. That's true, yeah, to pay your respects. Yeah, it's it's for anybody that dies. Yeah, it's like to show your respect, but for some reason we say pay. Mm. Specifically when someone dies. Yes. Yeah, so I'm going to go there just to pay my respects. Um, so yeah, I 100% would have gone to pay my... My gran is there now, actually. Okay. I think she's queuing. All right, yeah, wow. To pay her respects. And yeah, it's just weird. It's just weird when something's there your whole life and then it's gone. Okay. You know? All right. How are your feelings about it? I'm guessing you were less affected and you're like, well, okay, what? Yeah, I mean, like, uh, I mean, it's sad. She's she's a person. She's somebody's, she's Mm -hmm. people's uh, mother and grandmother and great grandmother. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She has great grandchildren. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, look, it's sad when anybody dies but yeah. at the same time like i'm just you know not really a fan of the yeah. royal family and that's fine that's the fine things that she 
presided over some of the events that she presided mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, not. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm not. I'm not that sad yeah. about it, honestly, because it, it just. Not because she's not important, obviously she is, but not important to me. Mm. So it's like, okay, well, yeah. Like, look, I obviously I understand and respect the significance of this happening, and this is a uh, this is a historic moment. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I will not shed a tear. Right. So to shed anything, uh, to shed and uh, something is like to. It's something that's usually that's on your body yeah. and you drop it off, kind of. You lose it. Yeah. So, reptiles, like lizards and snakes, mm. they shed their skin. That's good. Right? Actually, it's on yeah. their body and then it's off. Okay. You and shed then, weight. Yes. It's a bit uh, of a strange expression, but you can use it. Um, but yeah. So, uh, oh, and, and dogs and cats shed hair. Yeah. All right. Any pet owner would know this. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they shed their hair. And yeah, we can say that for tears as well. Mm-hmm. I will not shed a tear yeah. uh, for her. Uh, but yeah, so what what did she mean to you? And more broadly than that, what do you think she meant to uh, England I as think, a whole? I uh, think the best word for this is stability. Okay. Um. You know how when you're like in a company or something and like you never actually meet the CEO or the these guys, but you know they're there and you know that someone knows what they're doing and they're like sort of like everything's going to be fine because there's like a grown up at the top, you yep. know, I think that's what it felt like is like, yeah, we know that she doesn't have like that much power power, but she does like legally. Mm-hmm. Legally, she has a lot of power. Yeah, she can fire that. She's the only one who can fire the prime minister. She can fire anyone in government for any reason. Yep. So if there was some fucking psycho, let's say that we had like our version of Hitler became like somehow prime minister, she could get rid of him. Like you're out, you're out of here. Yeah. Or um, a, another good thing. Um, uh, someone brought this up is um, she can like stop war. If, if if some prime minister said we're going we're gonna we're gonna drop nuclear bombs on Russia, mm. the queen can be like no, because all I find this very interesting that permission for that has to go through the queen. Okay, I didn't know that. All right, um, you can't start dropping nukes without the queen being like yeah okay fuck it. She has a <laughs> she's she has a say. She's got her finger on the button. Right, I was about to say to have your finger on the button. <laughs> yeah, okay. Just that sense of someone who's been around forever. And apparently she's very well-versed, well-versed in current affairs. To be well-versed in something, to be well-versed, V-E-R-S-E-D, in something, means you're knowledgeable. You know what you're talking about. Apparently she's very well-nursed in... First. You said nursed. (laughs) I'm sure she was that too. (laughs) Not well enough, apparently. (laughs) Why? Because she died, so the nurses weren't good enough. Oh, I was thinking nursing, like okay, like, right, yeah, uh-huh. okay. Um, so she's very well versed. Uh, she was very well versed in uh, what's go- in current affairs. <laughs> like um, one of the prime ministers, I think Gordon Brown, he was saying that he was shocked that he went there to talk about like financial stuff, and she knew more than he did. Wow! And he was like, "I'm going to have to check these this stuff," and like other people have said, like she's completely fluent in French. Okay. I didn't know that. 
Yeah, she's got 96 years as one of the as the monarch of. Uh, well, no, she wasn't the monarch for her whole time, but still, uh, in the royal family of a country that is a historical rival of France. Yeah. So even though that might not be true now, still, like, what yeah, you mean, Canada? No. Oh, no, I was talking so- about how like she's the crown, she's the monarch of Canada. Okay, no, 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 no. Like, oh, it, the England and France right. are historical rivals. Oh, okay, that's what you mean. Yeah. Okay, all right. Mm. Yeah, sorry. I missed you there. Um, so she's very well versed, very well versed in things, and um, just sort of seemed to know what was going on. And sure. I guess I just feel like that sort of feeling of calmness that whoever's at the top of the chain was like really smart and knew what she was doing. And I know it's not like real, but like it just felt like it. Like King Charles, like ah, oh, mm. I don't trust him to, you know, make a sandwich, let alone. You know, around or, a country. Or take something off a table that he doesn't want to be there. He needs somebody to, <laughs> to do that. You've seen that video? No. Okay, what, so what he's like, it? he's trying to sign some documents or something. <laughs> and there's like, it is admittedly a small desk. Okay. Uh, and there's like a bunch of stuff on there. And like, is something that he wants gone? Right. And like, he could just move it himself to a different part of the desk. <laughs> but he's like, batting it away and like, getting an assistant to... Take to, this to, away from me. Yeah, what is this piece yeah, of paper? But he's just acting... <laughs> So childish about it. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's quite funny. Okay. It's quite funny. Um, uh, I was re I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts. Is uh, just a what is it? Uh, well, it's called uh, Making Sense with Sam Harris. Okay. He's one of my uh, he's my favorite like let's say public intellectual. As pretentious as that title sounds, uh-huh. uh, but the way that he characterized it was her being like a symbol of the best parts of British culture because she is, you know, like reserved and which um, means uh, withholding your emotion, maybe. Yes. Not being like, ah, fuck you. It's like, she's like, keeps it together. Keeps Mm. her emotions controlled is appropriate in all situations. Yep. Uh, so uh, she was reserved and just like it was symbolic of the idea of all of the best parts of British culture as being like you know mm. like quietly accepting of things mm. or and 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 being reserved and being um, uh, oh my god what's the opposite of proud uh, humble, humble. Uh, yeah. despite the fact that she is like the queen like still being quite humble about mm-hmm. it in uh, the ways that she can be um, yeah like the complete antithesis of somebody like Donald Trump. So the antithesis is like, it's a stronger way of saying the opposite. Yes. Basically. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and she, yeah, she is the complete antithesis of, of, of somebody like him. Maybe we should spell antithesis because yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't sound like it, like it looks like antithesis. Yes. Yeah. And that is how you spell it, right? Anti- yeah. It's, it's, that's exactly how you spell it. So anti, A-N-T-I, and then thesis, T H E S I S. Yeah, antithesis. Yes, it's not. So a lot of people. I used to actually read this as antithesis. Okay. Then I heard antithesis, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I was being dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Does that ever happen to you that you like finally hear a word that you've only ever seen written down? Oh yeah, and it you're happened like, oh my to me god, a lot when I was a kid because yeah, I read quite a lot. Jeez, I'm trying to remember a specific word that it happened for, but. Um, uh, well, I can give somebody else's example, uh-huh. and I was thinking of this just the other day. Um, I happened to be thinking about this uh-huh. just the other day. Uh-huh. Happened to is another way of saying coincidentally. Yeah. Um, 
so I was coincidentally, I happened to be thinking about this the other day. Uh, he pronounced the word epitome. Mm. What do you think? I'm, epitome. Epitome. Right. Yeah. So we have the epitome of something. And, Which and means the absolute peak best thing or strongest level. Like, uh, it, okay. it's, it means the perfect example of something. Yeah. Yeah, it, because it might not be the best of something, but it is the perfect example of that's, something. Sorry, that's a better. That's better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, oh geez, I can't think of an example. The queen is the epitome of class. Sure. Yep, she is a perfect example of of, of class, which I would agree with. Sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, so that's that's an example of of, of that. He he pronounced it. Yeah. Uh, this is years ago. He pronounced it. It's funny it how there's the so many um, like ranks of the military which are hard to um, pronounce. Like colonel mm. looks like colonel. Yes, colonel. And I used to read a lot as well. And I was like colonel. Mm-hmm. Then I heard it one day like colonel. I was like, what's the fucking R? Yeah, colonel Sanders. Colonel Sanders. Right. Oh, yeah. And apparently there's a difference between American. Yeah. The way that Americans I know what you're say and Australians and Brits apparently say. Lieutenant, yeah, but uh, so Americans say it lieutenant, but Brits say it lieutenant, lieutenant, yeah, makes no sense. To me. There's no F in there, like, yeah, Americans they're, they're good at right on that one, I think. Americans have it right on a few things, yeah, a couple, yeah, 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 for sidewalk, sure. Sidewalk because you walk on the side, mm, mm-hmm. um, calling it the trunk. Of, yeah. a, of a vehicle, all right? So, the back space where you can store your luggage yeah. in, Good Americans for- and Australians call it a boot. No, English and Australians. Oh uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Uh, Brits and Australians call it a boot. Yep. You call it a boot as well. Yeah, we call yeah. it the boot. What Stick the it in the boot, boot, mate. It's Stick a it shoe. In the boot. Yeah, right. <laughs> but they call it a trunk, and yes, yeah. it makes sense to call it the trunk because a trunk trans or a trunk translates to kufr in Czech. What do Americans call the indicators? Uh, I think it, uh, just signals or no, something else. Uh, blinkers. Yeah, I was thinking blinkers, but I think it's something else as well. Maybe. Mm. Yeah. There's a lot of weird stuff. Um, trying to think of a good word. There was one word recently that I found out finally how it was said. Uh-huh. I've forgotten what it is now, but it was something I was like, oh, whoops. Okay. I've been saying that wrong for a long time. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, so right. I was I was sad about it. And uh, maybe we can even name this episode like uh, to, to pay our respects to the Queen. Paying respects to the Queen. Because um, I do care. Okay. Um, I'm surprised that I do. No, no, I'm not surprised. I'm not anti-queen, but I'm surprised that I was upset and affected by it as much as I was. Okay. All right. Uh, I almost forgot to mention this. Um, a student this morning enlightened me oh, yeah. to the fact that... Uh, we should probably explain these should- words. When we say something interesting, to enlighten mm-hmm. means to... Visvetlit is the word in Czech, literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To... To uncover some knowledge about something. Yes. So, I he, he gave me this knowledge, this thing that I didn't know. So, I was enlightened mm. uh, about this. He enlightened um, me to the fact that it is like a law, I think, in the Czech Republic that these kings and queens and heads of state and whatever, at least uh, kings and queens of, of England, their name must be translated into the Czech equivalent when referring to them, if possible. Okay. So, if possible is actually a nice thing that we say. Uh-huh. So, base- look, it's just a, 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 a short way of saying if it is possible yeah. to do this, whatever. Mm-hmm. But we just say if possible. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah, it needs to be translated. So Czechs know new the queen, queen as Queen Elžbieta. So you're saying that it's illegal? I don't know about illegal and like the strength of it or whatever, but like news stations and newscasters, they referred to her right. as Elžbieta because that is the Czech way of saying Elizabeth. Okay. And so- That seems weird to me. Apparently I mean, that's true. I, I know that they did that, but I didn't realize that's like a, like a law. Seems a bit of a strange law. I mean, maybe I'm using the word law a right. little bit strongly here, but, but it's something that must right. be done, right? Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, and uh, so now th- people knew King okay. Charles. I know we're getting at. Yeah, sorry. Knew him as Prince Charles for yeah. a long time, but now he will be King Karel because yeah. Karel in English is Charles. Which gets a bit weird because... Like Carol, was it Carol or Carol? Uh, yeah, uh, like Karluf Most. Yeah, like uh, King Charles, because like, Charles the Fourth here, he was the big one, right? Yes, that, like, that made the bridge and, like, on the one hundred crown note. I shouldn't say the guy who made the bridge. <laughs> like he did a lot more than that, you know, <laughs> much more than <laughs> like, that. Yes, dude who made the bridge. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think they're finding it weird. It's like okay, it's. Carol, King Carol. Yeah, there's another King Carol in our lives. Carol, Carol, yeah, yeah. he's back. Yeah, back. and it's going backwards because he's Charles the yeah. Third, right? So it's Carol the Third. Back to haunters. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, should we move on? Should we move sure, on? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, it's a sad topic. So other than mourning the Queen, so to mourn is to feel sad about and to yeah. pay respects to somebody that died, yeah. and that is spelled M O U R N. Yes, to mourn means uh, to to be sad, basically but strong mm-hmm. to be sad after someone dies. Yeah. And you can use this, uh, not ironically, but like, or even sarcastically. Look, uh, you can use this for like less things as well. Yeah. Like, oh, my my phone that I had for three years, it just, it just uh, well, it died. It stopped <laughs> working. And I loved that phone. Oh, it was so good. So I mourn yeah. the loss of this. Yeah. Um, or I don't know, maybe a company shut down or right. something like that. And right. oh, I really liked that company. So I'm mourning, uh, the mourning fact that, the it doesn't, uh, yeah. that it doesn't exist Often anymore. Often we use like the fact. I'm mourning the fact mm. or something like that. I'm mourning the fact that, uh, yeah. I'm mourning the loss of Chris's perm. Okay. I mean, I still have it. If I wash it, if I shampoo and condition it, Is this it's the first like time it's still curly. You've had a bun. I had it for our uh, uh, small talks. It was up in yeah, a bun I know for that, our small but, talks. But like, I'm talking like this current period is oh, the yes. first time you've ever had a man. Yeah, bun. I've, I've, I've never had my hair uh, this did, long before. Okay. Did you have like the first ever time you did it? Did you have to like get some help? You're like you're YouTubing how to make a man bun. Or no. Just, just, it's yeah. just pulling it back and tying it up. It's right. fine. Yeah. Okay. yeah, it's very easy. Cool. It's very easy. That's cool. Yeah. So what happens next? Are you staying in the man bun for the foreseeable future? Or? I think so. I kind of like having so it. What about, yeah. the, what about the perm thing? That's, that's over now? Like I said, when I shampoo and condition it, it still forms its curls and it can look pretty good. Uh, but it is at the stage where it starts looking pretty crap pretty quickly. Pretty crap, pretty quickly. Okay. So, I don't like that. And it even mm. feels crap. Okay. Like, I don't know if you've ever had kind of long hair, mm. but it's like, it tickles my ear. 
Right. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that sucks. I hate that. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't want any any part of that. that so that is what really motivated me to to do it. So I tied it up, and now it feels much better. <laughs> motivated you? That's yeah. That's great. Uh, and that's it. Yeah. I was. I, I kind of like it. It keeps my the, the hair out of my eyes, and so at the gym, I don't need to wear my hat anymore. Okay. I was wearing a hat at the gym what? to like have right. my hair underneath it so it wasn't okay. getting in my eyes when i was like doing deadlifts or, or anything like that all right so yeah yeah okay cool. but anyway i wanted to ask you other than mourning the queen what have you done anything interesting these past couple of weeks i haven't yeah but what about yourself well yeah i think the most interesting thing i've done is i did my first ever drug deal chris really first time in my okay i'm slightly exaggerating i bought some <laughs> weed for the first time okay in my life i've never bought weed before okay because like i'm not into weeds i don't care really like if i'm at a party or something and someone's got like a joint and they say hey do you want to like have a puff mm. i'll do my two puffs and pass it on as i now know is mm. the way to do it you have Good. two puffs a puff is a that's one puff two puffs and then you pass it on yep puff puff pass puff puff pass um so my friend from england was here it was this girl the girl who has the accent okay remember i told you she had the american accent then she had the english accent this girl she's back for a couple of days and we we're just hanging out in jcp your host body brad and i've been having a really bad day i was just pissed mm. you know those days you just like you're just pissed off and we we're sat there chatting. And I f- then I s- we smelled this weed. And like the guys on the bench next to us were like smoking a joint. Mm. And the girl, she's like, oh, I, lo- I wish we had some weed right now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? Me too. <laughs> me too. I almost never care. I don't, weed doesn't seem to work on me. I've tried it a few times. Nothing ever happens. Really? Yeah. Maybe I've been smoking it bad. or It, was, it, it worked a couple of times. When I was in America, um, smoking a real joint has never worked. Okay. Let's put it that way. But in a, when I was in the US, I had this um, vape pen sure. thing, which had like the pure liquid THC in it. Mm. And you did two puffs of that shit and you were gone. Okay. But in a really good way. Like I did it with a couple of friends on the beach. We're walking down the beach smoking this. We had like two puffs each and we were high as a kite, just laughing our asses off for no reason for half an hour. Uh-huh. And it was awesome. Yes, it is. It was you didn't have any of that nasty like smoke feeling like having smoke in your lungs. It was just pure. Mm. It was beautiful. And I wish I could buy one here. Mm-hmm. That shit was great. And then I also had some uh, weed brownies a couple of times. I think I told you about that. I ended up like staring at the floor of the hotel okay. in Las Vegas for like 4 hours. I didn't R- tell you the story. No, I don't think so. Okay. Lost in the K-hole. What the fuck? Well, that's more for a specific drug called um, uh, ketamine. So you get l- lost in the K hole. Like the what drug. What the fuck g- is a K hole? So if you take ketamine, um, what often happens is you get lost in the K hole, and what that means that's a sedative, is, right? Uh, ketamine. Yes, it's a horse tranquilizer. Yeah. Uh, and people often get completely stuck, basically paralyzed, looking at something. They might just be looking at yeah at the floor, um, in a mirror, um, at a wall or okay. something. And they okay. it is very very difficult for them to stop looking at whatever it is that they're looking at, and they're staring down a hole, and it's called the K hole. Lost in the K-Hole. Lost in the K-Hole is a great song by the Chemical Brothers. Also, potential good title for this episode. Okay. Lost in the K-Hole. 
Uh, sure. I don't know. I like. I, I really like um, trying to come up with funny like titles for the episodes. Uh-huh. I've really noticed that if we have like a really good title, it gets way more like listens. Okay. But I know these are not good titles because check. We have no idea. Okay, what you Lost know what in the we K-Hole have to do because what? we were talking about the Queen for a while. We have to call it Lost in the Queen Hole. <gasps> that's so disgusting. <laughs> you take that back right now. Oh, that's so bad. Oh, I'd get lost dude, in your hole, dude. If you know what I mean. I have to I'm gonna edit this out. That's disgusting. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> you have no class, man. You have no class. I am the antithesis of <laughs> the late Queen Elizabeth. I'm not even, even going to give that a laugh. Okay. Um, so let me just give this story. So I was in, um, I swear I've told this, maybe not on the podcast. I was in Las Vegas two years. Uh, no, yeah, Los Angeles two years ago, from three years ago for my graduation from my MBA which was in this American uni. So we went to to America to graduate, staying with my friends in Los Angeles. And they were like, hey, Jacob, we're actually, we've booked a hotel for Vegas for three nights. Three nights. Um, do you want to come? And I was like, what? I don't have any money. I was poor as fuck. I never told this story. No, I don't think so. I was poor as fuck, you know. And I was like, oh, sorry, I can't afford it. And they're like, it's cool, you can stay in our room for free. It's like, as long as you leave when we want to have sex, it'll be fine. And I was like, well, that's a fair deal to me. Mm. I don't mind. Sounds great. So we went there. Um, we drove through Death Valley Ooh. to get there. You've not been to California yet, right? No, I've only been to the uh, the northeast. Well, Death Valley is actually pretty awesome. So it's in the Mojave Desert, uh, which is in between uh, LA and Las Vegas. It takes about three hours to drive. I think it's about three hours. And Death Valley is the point that it's one of the, I believe it's one of the hottest points on earth. Yes. And it gets up to about what? 50 F- degrees? 50, 50. I think the hottest is like 54. Yeah. Celsius. And it's hot as fuck. It's like all of these like natural things combined that like make this place that one of the hottest places. I think because it's below sea level. I it's like a hundred. That's something to do with it. Yeah. 30, somewhere between 30 and a hundred meters below sea level. And something, something like that. Something to do with this point being low and surrounded by mountains that the, the wind doesn't really get there to like cool things down. Mm. So it's like this one point that like gets hot as fuck. Yep. Um, and we were like very close to that point. They pointed it out to me. Like, oh, that's the hottest part of Death Valley. And I was like, it's cool. That's awesome. And actually we had to, we stopped to get gas uh, at some random middle of nowhere, middle of the desert gas station. Right. And as we were getting the gas, we could see this sandstorm coming. Ooh. This was some like movie level Mad Max shit, you know, and I was like, this is kind of awesome. Yeah. Like, I know. I don't think we're going to die. There's a gas station here, but this is pretty fucking cool. And we had to sit in the car when the when the sandstorm came. And we like sat in the car through the sandstorm. And there's all the sand going. And I was like, this is awesome. That's sick. It was sick. Sick means cool. Yes. Sick means cool. And um, it was awesome. So we, we were th- sitting through the sandstorm driving past all these trucks and stuff. And then we got to Las Vegas and we got to the hotel. Most likely, most of you know from TV shows or movies, like there's those fountains, right? Yes. The water fountains. I was in the hotel, if you're looking at the water fountains, to the left of the water fountains, but overlooking the uh, fountains. Okay. Maybe overlooking is a nice word. Yes. Do you want to explain it? Uh, Overlooking means, like you say, you have a view of something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you are above and you are literally looking over it. And this is uh, uh, a callback. Uh, here's a little callback to something. This is an example of a contronym. It means two separate things and those two separate things are actually the opposite. So uh, 
it means to overlook, it means to see something and to kind of like know what's going on there. Like you knew what was going on with the fountains. All right. But to overlook something also means to ignore a detail, Mm -hmm. to not see a detail about something. Uh, so, oh, in the manufacturing process, we overlooked the fact that Ooh. temperature affects it. So, the product came out and it was all melted or wow. something like that. So, it is a contronym. Yeah. Yep. If I was high right now, that would blow my mind. <laughs> <laughs> you just made my brain wrinkle. <laughs> I like that. Is that an expression? Yeah, to make your brain wrinkle. Oh, that's great. Because a wrinkle is a vrashki. Uh, vrashka. I learned that recently. Okay. Those things you have on the side of your eyes. And also anywhere, like on your clothes, you can have like, uh, oh yeah. Clothes is more creased, but you can still no, have wrinkles. But yeah, there were wrinkles in my clothes. Yeah, for What was sure. it? You wrinkled my brain? Yeah, you, you just made my brain a wrinkle. <laughs> because the wrinkles in your brain is yeah. like, it, it increases surface area. And that is what provides more intelligence. That's an v- incredibly simplified explanation yeah. of it. But basically, that's it. The more wrinkled your brain, the more likely it is. Okay. The more wrinkled an animal's brain is, the more likely it is to be smarter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you just made my brain a wrinkle. Yeah. That anyway. Can be, that can be my new Tinder profile. Like, my brain's wrinkly AF. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. So, we, so basically... It was a fancy hotel. It was called the Cosmopolitan Hotel. Mm. Have you heard of it? I have. Okay, good. Really nice. And we had an amazing room. It must have cost them so much money. View overlooking the fountain, Caesar's Palace. Oh. And I was like, fuck, this is great. And it even had like an extra like bed thing for me. Okay. It was awesome. One thing that was weird, it was obviously like a room for couples. The shower was in like a separate cube of glass. Okay. Normal glass with no like frosted glass Mm. and nothing to stop you from seeing what's inside. Okay. Like, so if you're in the room, you can see this, this shower cube and you can see the person in there showering naked. There's no, nothing to stop you from seeing them. Because obviously it's like a romantic room, but I I just happened to be in there. Yeah. So it was a bit weird in the morning. I was having my shower, getting all lathered up Get, yeah, i was gonna say that but it's too complicated Get too lathered i was getting lathered up leather is like the the, the bubbles of soap yeah uh like when you put dishwashing oh. detergent on a sponge that's on a, a nice that's a nice lather you uh yeah you you, you make it all soapy and so yeah. there's lots of bubbles there that's a lather yeah. and then you, you put soap on your body and it's all soapy it's and kind of white, just a funny a way to, it's funny way to say covered in soap yeah getting all lathered up mm. so i was getting all lathered up in the shower cube and they just like saw me naked. And I was uh-huh. like, oh. luckily, I'm not shy. I'm like, whatever. Sure. Take it or leave it. Enjoy it or don't. I don't care. Um, but it, like a lot of people could find it weird, maybe. Sure. Long story short, first or second night, they were like, hey, we've got, they were kind of hipster. They were like, we've got these like organic, like, um, like weed. Um, it wasn't a brownie. It was like um, flapjack. Okay. Now. In America, flapjack is very different from what flapjack is in the UK. So I'm interested what it is in Australia. Can you describe flapjack? Well, we don't really call anything flapjacks oh. in Australia. Not okay. as far as I'm aware. But okay. growing up, I understood flapjacks as like pancakes. Oh, wow. But very different. Yeah, yeah. On uh, But then on a previous episode, you enlightened us Did I? to what a, uh, a flapjack is to you as a Brit. Oh, so you know now. Okay, so yeah, yeah. flapjack, quite a thick... Um, it's about one inch thick, and it's basically oats, which is oves. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
in Czech. I always mix up Oves and Ovce. One of them is sheep and one of them is oats. Mm-hmm. No sheep. It's got So it's oats with um, maple syrup and sugar and butter. And it's delicious. And it's like thick and soft and delicious. And they had these things, but with weed in them. Mm. And But they were very small. Like maybe the size of a sugar cube. Sure. Like one centimeter square maybe. And I said, oh, guys, I've tried these kind of wee brownies and shit before. Like, it never works on me, ever. I just have it and nothing happens. And Scott, my friend I was with, massive guy, huge. He's about six foot six and chunky as fuck. And he was like, I'm going to have two and that's enough for me. I was like, well, I'm going to have two too. Because of my previous experiences, sure. I just don't want to waste it. I was like, I don't want to take one and be disappointed again right. that nothing happened. So I took two of these fucking things. Did you get launched into space? (laughs) More like sucked into a black hole. Okay. Uh, We walked down to the the club in the Cosmopolitan, which is about a 10 minute walk because it's a pretty big hotel. Mm. Got to the entrance of the club and I started feeling a little bit sleepy. And there was a nice little chair by the entrance to the club. So I was like, guys, you go into the club uh, and I'm going to sit on this chair for a couple minutes and just chill. And I'll come and join you in there. So I sat on this chair, and the f- the, the floor, the um, the carpet was this bright red, fancy carpet, and on the carpet there was this tiny piece of blue fluff. Now I'd learned this word in Czech the other day because fluff is a very important word. <laughs> if you say so. Okay, it's not important. It's not important, but it's a good word to know. Fluff is um, shmolek in Czech. Shmolek, like a little piece of like something from your clothes or something. Mm. A little piece of blue fluff on this red carpet. And I was looking at this blue fluff and I was like, wow. Blue fluff on a red carpet. That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> and Chris, I swear to God, I was staring at this piece of blue fluff for at least three hours. Really? At least three hours. Well, okay, like as in in reality or it felt like nope, that? No, in reality. Wow. But what was weird is I remember I started staring at the piece of blue fluff and then I realized that I couldn't not look at it. Yeah. I realized that I couldn't move even my eyes, but I was still like normal in my head. I was like, oh my God, I'm totally that weed is fucking working. I can't do anything. Uh-huh. And I just realized that I couldn't move and I couldn't, I had to look at this blue fluff mm. for three hours and it was a weird feeling because I still felt sort of normal mentally, but my body wasn't working. Sure. Then after about three hours, suddenly it turned off and I got up and went back to the room. I was totally fine. Okay. Super wow. weird. And I, I and nobody said anything. Like uh, in three hours, all of these people, like you were on you camera. What do you mean? No one. People were walking past. They would see me for two seconds, then not see me again. But like security exists. Yeah. I thought about that. That was weird. You know, like they were like, who the fuck is this guy that's I just don't know. Been, like, lost in the K-hole here <laughs> staring at this blue fluff? Yeah. Uh, like they would, pro- I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm very surprised yeah. that uh, that uh, they didn't do anything or nobody came yeah, up to you and said, "Hey, too. mate, how's it going?" Because my friends came out after like three hours. They're like, "What the fuck?" And I was still there on that chair. Uh-huh. I was like, "Guys, I'm fucked up." <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did you not feel hungry or thirsty or t- um, like any honestly, of your muscles aching? I can't or anything? remember. Okay, then. Can't remember. All right. I remember I had Taco Bell. Okay. So maybe yeah. Uh, One of my friends is obsessed with Taco Bell and every time she goes back to the States hey, with good she reason. maxes out 
on getting Taco Bell like so as random. many fucking times Why? as possible. Why? Because she loves it and it doesn't exist here. Just go to Burrito Loco. But it's different. Like, I mean, like, I don't even know. I haven't even had uh, Taco Bell. But like, you know, like, it's that's different. Okay. It's going to be different. Like, yes, it's Mexican food. But like Taco Bell is probably, from what I understand, like a specific kind of trash. You know, yeah, Americans people bitch love. about it that it's bad. Americans like fucking Taco Bell, but it's not bad actually. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. Anyhow, um, yeah, okay. Was well, so all of this? This this, this is the background. The fact that yeah, you yeah. Uh, uh, d- d- you, uh, you purchased some marijuana, marijuana. from some uh, uh, people at where did the uh, marijuana thing come from? It's marijuana. Yeah, but like, is it like a is it like a reference to a show or something? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Uh, if it is, I don't. Okay. I, I don't know what it is. Uh, but anyway, you were purchasing some marijuana off of a uh, anyway. uh, some unsavory characters at not... JCP. Okay, we got a bit ahead of yourself there. There was some guys smoking. Yes. The marijuana, um, at JCP, and me and my friends were like, "Yeah, fuck it," and I was like, "You know what? I'm turning thirty next year. I've never bought weed in my life. That's embarrassing." I need to live a bit. So I, was, I walked over, I went over to these dudes and we've taught this before, but I teach it again. When someone is nearby you and you walk towards them on your feet, the, the verb is to go over to them. I know it's weird, over, but we go over. So I went over to these guys and I was like, hey guys, you know, I'm just in the mood for some weeds. Do you know where I can get some? And they were, they were super cool. They were American. They're like, yeah, bro, go to Kenny's, man. Yes. Go to Ken. You know Kenny's? Yes, I've purchased weed from there before. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so it's like, it's that like is, that's the place I, to go. We probably shouldn't be saying this actually. <laughs> but like it's known. Like it's 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 known. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. So it's famous for this then. Yeah. All right. Well, we've said it now. Go to Kenny's if you want weed. <laughs> it's a little uh, bar in Shishkov. Pretty it's close Jamaican, to Jason. Uh, it's it's like is it J- Jamaican themed? Yeah. Oh, themes, yeah, but run by Jamaicans oh, as well? I don't think so. Anyway, so go into this bar, Kenny's. It's like underground, uh, a bit like dirty. It's a dive bar. It's a dive bar, which is a Paisel in Czech. Oh, okay. It's a good word. Because Heisel is toilet. Okay. Paisel is like pub toilet, I guess. I don't know what it comes from, but okay. Paisel is like a shit bar. A dive bar, we say in English. Mm. So I went into this dive bar. It's sticky. Mm. It's gross. Very anti-Jacob kind of place. Mm-hmm. You know, I like these like fancy wine bars. You know, I got some class. Yeah. But I can, I'm Gemini. I can do both. <laughs> fucking all right. Sorry, Chris. Anyway. I fucking hate astrology. Me too. I fucking hate You know hate I'm just it, fucking so. with you, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I mean, just... <laughs> oh, God. To lose perhaps part of our listenership. Yeah, like... by the way, Gemini is Belizeanets in Czech. Okay. Quite proud I know that one. Okay, so we go into this dodgy bar and there's the guy, there's a black couple, couple of black guys behind the bar. Yep. And I'm like, hey guys, uh, can I have a beer? And do you have any, like, can I get some weed here? And they were acting all this like innocent, like, oh, I don't know, we don't smoke weed here, but maybe we know someone. I'll, I'll go and ask around the back. Uh-huh. I was like, don't give me this shit. <laughs> I know you've got tons of weed in here. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. I was just, think- I was just thinking it. Uh-huh. And so we sat there. Uh, with, with my friend, the one with the accent, having a beer or whatever. And then the guy comes back and he's like, hey, come with me. I assume that the same happened to you. Did this happen to you? Then he took me to this like sketchy little room with just like, it's a dirty 
little room with no windows, underground, t- two chairs there, dirty walls with graffiti. Mm. Were you in this room? No, I was not. It what? happened just like for me what? when I bought, bought it, it was just like in the drinking area. And how did they give it to you? Because I had a very strange delivery system. I can't remember. Maybe it was in just a little plastic bag. Well, I wish. He fucking gave me this shit hands to hands. Okay. Hands to hands. Uh-huh. It might have happened like that with me, but I had something that I could put it in. I can't remember, but yeah. Well, he gave me a gram uh-huh. for 250 crowns, which I thought was quite reasonable. Perhaps now, yes, it might It, it might be. Back like in the a, day, it was A gram is enough for two joints, mm. basically. So 125 per. Mm. I thought that's pretty reasonable. Okay. Then. And he's like holding it in his fucking hand in this gross bar where there's no soap in the bathrooms. And he like puts it into my hand. I'm holding this like loose weed. <laughs> and I'm like, that's it? <laughs> Literally loose leaf. <laughs> I was like, dude, this is crazy. <laughs> and so then anyway, so me and, my, me and my friend, we took it back to my place. We we chopped it up. It's kind of funny because we didn't have like a grinder. Yeah. Or anything. How did you chop it up? With fucking scissors. <laughs> yeah, of course. But like, did they not get like all gunked up? Oh, that's good. That's a good word. I gunk. Like it. Gunk. Yeah. yeah gunk, gunk is good. Gunk is, is good. like is something sticky, thick. Yeah. It has to be thick. Um, <laughs> slimy. has to be thick. Uh, and just, yeah, gross. I, I would say yeah. sticky, thick, and slimy. Um, <laughs> Come on. Do you have a better way of saying uh, it? It just feels like a that's what she said thing. I guess so. Oh, uh, Jesus. Okay. So, yeah, it was... Wait, why are we saying gunky? Oh, because, like, do you, did your scissors get gunky? No. Did they get gunked up? Why would Why would they? It's just, because it's, it's the sticky, icky, icky. Oh, that's fine. Okay then, all right. That's fine. And we chopped it up. We mixed it with a first one. We uh, mixed with a bit of tobacco. Yes. Rolled it up. I've never done any of this kind of stuff before. So I was watching my friend roll this joint, mm. and I was like completely entran- mesmerized. Mesmerized. Okay. Is when you're like so amazed. Like, wow, I can't look at this. Is amazing. I'm learning a new life skill. Mm. Then we smoked it. Nothing happened. Really? She was like, "I'm so high." I'm like, "I feel nothing." Are you sure you inhaled? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, I've it's not unheard of, by the yeah. way. Like this. Yeah. Know, sometimes some I, I know a lot of people are going to be thinking, you're not doing it right. Mm. Uh, I definitely was. Mm. I was like, okay. Then the next day, I had it like left over, like half of that weed. Mm. And I was like, let's try it again, but this time without the tobacco. Okay. Because, you know, it burns less well. Yeah. It burns like well. shit. It burns like shit. But I was like, fuck you, whatever. So I rolled this thing up. And I had, so, but this time I was by myself. So I'm going to have this whole joint to myself and I'm going to deep inhale. Mm. I shouldn't be sharing this. I run a language school. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Oh, cool as shit language school. Yeah. Bro, we get fucking lit. <laughs> All right. We blaze the fuck up. <laughs> this is a real alternate show. This is great. <laughs> this is great. So I roll up this bad boy just with weed, smoke the whole fucking- What paper did you use? Did you have like- I don't know. I just bought some from the Potravini. Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't know what it was. Filter, paper. Yeah. 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 Sure. No worries. And um, smoke the whole thing. Did intentional deep inhales for each Mm. one. Held that shit in there for 10 seconds on each. Wow. Because I was just pissed off (laughs) that this stuff was not working. I completely overdid it. Okay. I overdid it like fuck, Chris. Uh huh. I got taken to a different dimension. 
Oh, well. I was smoking outside on a bench at JCP. And uh, suddenly I felt heavy as fuck. I was like, I just like kind of moved in the bench like this. You know, like I stepped forward a bit and I sat back. And I was like, oh my God, I'm 10 times heavier than I used to be. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I'm glued to this. And I, I even like sort of moved my arm up like this just to see. And the arm was like this. And uh-huh. I was like, oh my God. It feels like my arms are made of titanium. And I could feel myself getting really fucked up. And I was like, to the level that I might throw up. Okay. And that's pretty bad if yes. it's with weed, you know. And I was like, I've completely overdone it. I've gone from not feeling weed at all to being completely high out of my mind. You greened out. Is that what it's called? Yeah, to green out. What does that like, mean? Because you can't overdose on, on weed. Yeah, that's what I thought. You, you can't. But, but I mean, like on a chemical level. Right, you you can't overdose on weed on a chemical level, right. but you can on a psychological level. Okay, uh, it just affects you so deeply right. uh, that you know, yeah, you. This is what happens. You know, like you can't move, you can't do anything. Yeah, um, like maybe you freak out a little bit. I um, don't freak out, but. Uh, but you don't need to freak out in order to green out. Green out just like is com- just losing control of your ability to do fucking anything. Right. Yeah. Well, I could feel myself about to green out and I was like, I can feel that I'm going to be on this bench. Until, For three hours. Oh, more. I think until tomorrow. <laughs> so I managed to somehow still stand up and walk back to my apartment. But my legs felt like they were made of steel mm. and I felt like I was like, I couldn't even walk. But I managed to get home and get in bed. And I remember that I, I, I lied. I lied. Lay? I lay in bed in this very specific position. I had my arm out like mm. this and I had my, my head on my arm. And I suddenly, I was getting weird thoughts. I was like, I'm an elephant. (laughs) (laughs) So weird stuff was going on in my, in my mind. And then I fell asleep and I woke up and it was fine. But, um, long story short, I don't think I'm that interested in weed anymore. Uh So either I feel nothing or I go way over the top and green out. Mm. Where's the good zone? Okay. You know? Yeah. How about you? Have you ever greened out? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A couple of times. What, and in what kind of situation? Like at home and you can just pass out or have you been out somewhere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One time that I can remember right now is uh, I... So, we, we bought some of a friend's place. Uh, these psychonauts. My psychonaut friends who I... The uh, orgy ones? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, at that... Uh, so, I, I bought some at, um, uh, at a, one of their one of those people's places and it was like a, a bit of a party kind of thing not right. really but anyway um i bought some there and while we were there i smoked some through a triple chamber bong the fuck is that it's do you know what a bong is yeah but maybe maybe explain for the audience just in case we have some innocent listeners like lanka she's like what is a bong yes a bong <laughs> is you, a water pipe yeah okay so filtrates yeah so it would be like so I'm holding it up, this bottle up to sort of demonstrate it, mm. but like a, a piece of glass, or it doesn't have to be glass, it could be plastic, like this, and then there's a hole uh, at the bottom of it, um, and uh, a pipe goes through there, yeah. and you put the weed in the pipe, and then you suck it through the top of the uh, the, the the bottle or the vase-looking thing, and the smoke filters through the water, yeah. Um, and and that's just how it works. Like some of the the, the, the ash and whatever, Quite it just gets amazing how it works actually. Yeah, because the smoke goes through the water. 
Yeah. That's weird, right? Because it's just air. Like, it bubbles and it, it goes through. Yeah, and basically, and it removes all of the... Uh, well, it, it's supposed to remove a lot of the toxins and stuff and the bad stuff, right? No. Isn't that not the necessarily. Idea? It What's removes the, idea, the, 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 the physical... Um, it removes the physical, like, the ash. Right. And also, it is supposed to cool the smoke down a little bit. Because okay. that smoke came from a fire, so it's hot. Mm. Um, and the water cools it down a little bit. Okay. So, I smoked... Out of a triple chamber bong, I smoked straight weed, like you, not even, um, yeah. uh, no, no tobacco. Uh, so, I smoked it through a triple jam- chamber bong, and that is where it just goes through three levels of the water, and then to the air, and then to more water. And, and what is that air. supposed to do? It filters it out more. It cools it down more. Okay. And the effect was that this uh, straight weed was very, very smooth. Okay. All right. Like I, it was, it was incredibly smooth. I was like, wow, yeah, that was nice. And so some then I had shit. some of that same weed the next day, but then I just had my regular bullshit bong, single chamber bong yeah. at home. Poor person's bong. Yeah, basically. Um, <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, let's try to do it the same thing. I'll, I'll smoke this straight weed through right. this sim- single chamber bong. And it was way too much. I had a crazy coughing fit. Wait. Sorry. So this was the next day. Uh, yeah. So I uh, at the party, I had it through a triple chamber bong. That, that was, was great. Fine. Right. And then the next day, I was like, I'll do it again, just with my regular bong. Yeah. And it was the devil. Um. I oh. yeah. I I uh, had a coughing fit. So what, after one puff or what? Uh. Well, look. The, the the mechanics of smoking a bong. Anybody who's done it will understand why I had this. It's like if you're having that I've much of it one, at once. And I wasn't like, yeah, yeah, that happened to me when I was back in the states last year because mm. my friends are a bit weed obsessed. Sure. And yeah, I was not into the bong. I was dying for about twenty minutes after. I just you were having a coughing fit, yeah. right? So a coughing fit. You can have lots of different types of fits. Yeah, it's where you just sort of can't help this certain repeated action. Yeah. Uh, so people can have laughing fits as yes. well. Uh, where you just keep on laughing and laughing and laughing and laughing and you mm. can't stop. A coughing fit is the same thing where you're just coughing and right. coughing and coughing because there's just something there and you can't get rid of it. Um, so I had that for a while and then like and I'm talking like 20 minutes or something like that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was just real intense. Uh, it was a it was a very intense high, and yeah, I, I greened out. I was just like lying on bed on my bed. I didn't have that the, in your the, in your mum's house. Uh, no, I was living at my dad's place at that okay. time. Um, uh, he was cool with it. Uh, I don't. <laughs> he didn't know that I was doing it, but if he did, he wouldn't have cared. Um, uh, and so the lights were off, no music. All I could hear was the traffic from the main road going by, right. and it was almost like music, you know, because it's like reasonably yeah. repetitive. Right. And when you're, when you are high enough, your brain just on a chemical level, it makes connections that it otherwise wouldn't make. Right. Yeah. So to a normal person, it's just the sound of traffic, but a stoned brain can make something like that sound like music. Right. Uh, so I was just doing that for like however long. And then eventually, yeah, I, I fell asleep and, and, and yeah. woke up. Uh, but no, like, I mean, many, many times I've enjoyed the nice, like a middle right. zone of, uh, uh, of a pleasant high. Mm. And uh, it's nice. smoke now? Uh, no. Uh, well, uh, here and there, but not nearly as much as I right. used to. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, there we go. Shall we get into our... 
educational part of the show, Chris, because we've been we've been going on about I don't know what we've been going on about weed and the Queen greening out, yep, and K holes and (laughs) Queen holes. No, that's not good there. That's bad. That's bad. Um, I would actually like to ask you just quickly before we get to um, our words of the week and our chinglish and useful things. uh, You said that you had suffered from some sleep paralysis recently. Would you mind just sharing that? Okay, sure. I've heard about this. Never experienced it. Quite interested. Okay, so sleep paralysis on a uh, at at the medical level, um, it is when you are asleep. Would you and, like a top up? Uh, no, thank you. Okay. That's fine. Um, uh, when you are asleep, um, you can wake up in different ways. With mm. an alarm, you can wake up just instantly. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but another way that you can wake up is very, very slowly. And slowly in the sense that individual parts of your body wake up at different times. That's weird. And uh, and that's, that is what sleep paralysis is. Um what happens is your parts of your mind wake up first, dude, and they wake up before your body wakes up. That's crazy. So your 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 mind is awake, but your body is not, and you can't move it. Yeah, that's just how it works. And uh, yeah, so you're awake, and you're like, oh, okay, there's things that are happening around me, but I can't, I can't move. I want to move, but I cannot. Um, but the thing is, is that like your mind isn't. F- fully awake it can still be dreaming you can still be dreaming or kind of hallucinating things um and the way that this manifested in my experience so to manifest is to show is to appear uh so chicken pox manifests as spots on your skin often as how like you know, when you have like some kind of illness or something, which you cannot see it usually, but it manifests in certain ways. Yes. Yeah. It, like it shows itself mm-hmm. in certain ways or symptoms or something. Yeah. Uh, so the way that the sleep paralysis, I've never, ex- I had never experienced sleep paralysis before, but um, I experienced the- I experienced it recently and uh I was asleep in my bed, of course, and slowly waking up. And I got to a level of awareness where I knew that I was asleep in my bed, but then I was still dreaming. And what I dreamt was that I could hear a person. Uh, by the way, this is when my flatmate was still away on holiday back right. home in her, her, right. her home country. I was home alone. Oh, jeez. Um, and I, I could hear a person jingling some keys oh, and opening my oh, apartment my front door. God. And I could hear footsteps going down my hallway towards my Jesus. kitchen. And then I could hear the footsteps coming back into my room. Uh, and usually I sleep with the door closed, but because it was hot at the time and my flatmate was away, my door was open. Uh, to try to create some airflow, some air circulation, mm. and uh, yeah, so I heard the um, uh, I heard the footsteps come back from the hallway and into my room, <gasps> and they stopped at the foot the foot of my bed. So we refer to like the bottom, the bo- the bottom of your bed as the foot of the bed, mm. where you have your feet basically. Yeah. Um, so it stopped at the foot of Holy my shit. my bed, and then it 
and just was there. Um, and not long after that, I gained control of my body. And then I, I quickly turned the lamp on. And like, as this was happening, I knew that it was sleep paralysis. I knew that nothing was actually- So wait, you're awake or asleep? I was half awake, half asleep. It was a, oh, it was lucid dreaming. That's the word. Lucid dreaming is when you're dreaming, but you can control what you were doing in the dream. Because it would make sense to me if you were asleep, then yeah, you can't really move your body. Yeah. Okay. But my mind was awake enough for that. Right. Yeah. Uh, so mm. I, I was aware enough to know that I was... Uh, that, that I was uh, going through sleep paralysis, but not so aware that right. my mind wasn't also kind of freaking out a little bit. Not a lot, but a little bit. I would have shit myself. So that sounds I, awful. As soon as I regained control, I, I, I put my light on and I yeah. knew that there wasn't anybody there. Right. But I still needed to turn the light on and see. And, yep. and, and yep. that was it. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that was my experience. But it, that's very mild. It's the only one that I've ever had. But people right. have it much worse. Oh, and yeah. This is how historically this is actually how jinns in um, yeah. Middle Eastern culture, uh, in Middle Eastern lore- uh, it's like uh, uh, fairy tales and mm. their, their um, legends myths and, and legends. Yeah. Yes, uh, that's 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 them. Like they, uh, uh, jinns are what people see when they have sleep paralysis. Oh, really? The way that they're described, the way that they appear, is sleep paralysis, and uh -huh. um, okay. and also just ghosts in general, like right. regular people from yeah. <laughs> As in any person, not uh, when I say regular people, I mean like any person, and 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 not just not only uh, those from the Middle East. Um, uh, these ghost stories that have that people have uh, been experiencing and telling for the past however many hundred years, it's just their experiences with sleep paralysis. Mm. And so I only had audio hallucinations, but people have visual hallucinations as right. well while they're suffering from sleep paralysis. And they see people, they see the person standing at the foot of their bed with I don't mm. know, glowing red eyes and it's this monstrous- No yeah. thanks, no thanks. I actually had a similar, well, thanks for sharing, Chris. No worries. Um, if you, listener, have had any issues with sleep paralysis, you can contact us at podcast at speedlightme.cz and share your experience. Or comment on the YouTube video, please. Like, comment, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll leave that one. Um, also, because I was thinking Witcher because of the gins. Okay. Um, the gins are in which the Witcher. Sure. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Um, anyway. Yeah, I actually had a similar experience recently because of Lenka, if you're listening, Lenka, which I know you are, um, she freaked me out a little bit with this story a couple, maybe like a month ago, two months ago, there was this guy, I don't know why this was important to the story, but he was, he had a limp and he was limping around. <laughs> now, a limp is when, like, you know, you've hurt, like, your leg or something, so you can't walk normally, so you're kind of walking kind of strange because yes. you've hurt your leg. Like, that's a limp. I've got I no should, idea how to say that in Czech. I should remember the word. Cool hat. I should have remembered what? that. Yep. Or bell cool hat. Cool hat. Cool hat. All right. So there was this limpy dude 
Apparently, going around Prague, sneaking into people's bedrooms, somehow. Okay. Sneak into, it's like, viplizet, I think. I learned this word, sneak into. It's like you secretly get into a place. This is to sneak into. He was sneaking into people's houses, going into people's bedrooms, probably mostly girls, but I think guys too, and he would just stand and watch them sleep and then leave. That's creepy as shit. Creepy as fuck. And she was telling me about and she told me, Jacob, I'm too scared. My boyfriend's left town. I'm scared as fuck about this limpy guy. <laughs> and this is happening like... No, it's gone. I, I think he's gone now. Okay. Actually, I don't know. I don't know what happened to him, but this was like two months ago and we've not talked about it since then. So maybe he's still limping around. <laughs> <laughs> limping I've into people's the, bedrooms. Limping into people's bedrooms. <laughs> He's probably limping because he's climbing up those walls. Exactly. And I fell off once and broke his leg and now he's just limping around. So she told me this is a stupid story. And then like a couple of days later, like I woke up. Do you ever like wake up at like four o'clock in the morning and you just feel like someone's in the house? Sometimes. Like, I yeah. heard like Not a noise. Often, but yes. I heard this noise of someone walking around and I knew that it was probably someone like in the a different apartment or like in a hallway. But I just felt like it was in my flat mm-hmm. and I could hear someone walking around. I thought it was like in my kitchen because I've got a two plus KK. So I've got like two rooms basically. And I could hear this guy, this person walking around. And this is a weird mode in between awake and sleep where you're like, you're not really thinking properly. And I was just thinking, like, oh, shit, this is fucking limpy guy. He's, like, in my in my kitchen. He's come to get me. Because I remembered that I had left the window open uh-huh. in my living room. I'm on the third floor, but the window was completely open, and there's a tree next to the apartment. So this fucking limpy guy he's climbed up the tree, jumped into my living room, and now he's going to come and watch me sleep or murder me. <laughs> <laughs> that was my thought process. And I remember going through a list in my head of all the stuff I had close to me that I could use as a weapon. And remembering that I had nothing. For sure. a, a, I had like a, a 50 crown lamp from Ikea made of plastic. I've got like some condoms. <laughs> I can't use that. I'm like, that's it. I'm fucked. Uh-huh. This guy's going to get me. And it was the same thing. Like that I woke up, I turned all the lights on. I walked around the apartment, even though I knew there was no one there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was weird. Sure. It was no, horrible. It's, it's the same. Like you said, oh, it's probably just somebody in the hallway or somebody in another yeah. apartment. Like yeah. that's probably what I heard as well. Mm. But it was just, it, it, my brain just interpreted it in that way. Terrifying stuff. Yeah. Anyway, Chris, this is gonna. This is a long one today. Yeah, I can feel uh, it. Shall we get into our, our words of the week and Chinglish and useful things? Let's do it. All right, let's do it. Chris, what do you have for your word of the week this week? My word of the week is to treat someone to something Mm. treat is like another word for reward a little bit in this context it's close it's not the same but it's close um uh but we we will treat people to things because they did something good so often parents could say something like oh my 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 little boy he's been such a good boy at school this week so i'm going to treat him to some chocolate to some nice sweets or I don't know if he's the kind of kid that really likes McDonald's. I'll treat him to McDonald's. Yeah, that sounds nice. Yeah. So it's to treat someone to something. Yes. And when do we often use this in adult life, Chris? Uh, 
to uh, kind of in the same way, but let's say you're at a uh, uh, you're at a bar or, or a restaurant or something. Maybe you want to buy your friend mm-hmm. or whatever a drink. Uh, so you would say, let me treat you to a drink. I'll give this to you for free, basically. Which is great. Because in Czech, this is when you use posvat, which means to invite. So in Czech, you invite someone to a drink. That does not happen in English. And all of you Czech people listening, and if you're not Czech, if you're using the word invite, when it means like buy your friend a drink or food, it's wrong. You should say treat. So oh, please... Um, let, let me treat you to a to a drink. Yeah. Let me treat you to, to dinner. Treat you to dinner. Um, you can treat yourself to things as well. And this is a famous scene in yeah. uh, Parks and Recreation. Oh, yeah? Where it's like they have a treat yourself day. Uh, oh, okay. And it's the one day of the year where two of the characters, they go on a shopping spree. Nice. Na kupni horečka. And, uh, which is not actually the same thing, but it's for a different, uh, a okay. different conversation. But basically they buy a whole bunch of things for themselves. <laughs> like they buy clothes and accessories and things because they want oh. it and they like it. So they are treating themselves to these nice things. Right. And it nice. is a reward to yourself for being yourself for the past year. Because everybody deserves that. People's lives are hard. Your life is probably hard. Yeah, treat yourself to a nice something. Yeah, treat yourself to a nice drink. Treat yourself to a nice dinner. Treat yourself to that bag that you want or that nice jacket that you want. Yeah. Or uh, that gram of weed that you want. Some smooth weed from Kenny's. Right, exactly. (laughs) Kenny's is going to get so much business out of this podcast. (laughs) We should get commission. (laughs) Or we're going to get them shut down. (laughs) Yeah. Some cops are listening. (laughs) Fucking Kenny's, man. (laughs) Uh, So treat yourself to something nice. Yeah. And to, to finish off, uh, it can also be a noun. Yeah. All right. So this glass of scotch that I just had, oh, that was a nice treat for yeah. me. And often it's like when you're in a restaurant or a bar or something and you've had your drinks and the person you're with, they, they stand up and they're ready to pay. And you're saying, no, 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 Chris, it's my treat. It's my treat. It means like, I'm going to pay for you. Yes. Yeah. Because a lot of Czechs, they would say, no, 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 let, let me invite you to a drink. That sounds kind of creepy. Because maybe you're already at the drinks. It's like, yeah. you don't have to invite me. We're I'm already fucking here. here, man. Yeah. I had my drink already. <laughs> time, time, time to go. Good word, Chris, to treat someone to something. All right. And what's your, thank you. What's your word, Jacob? My word of the week. It's a good one. Is to pan out. To pan out. Pan like a frying pan pan out and it kind of is the same as end up like dopad note like the final situation of something but a little bit different very 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 similar very similar um the most common expression would be it will be interesting to see how it all pans out it will be interesting to see how it all pans out it means it'll be interesting to see what the final situation is now this is really commonly used and it's often when like there's quite like a like a long process of like uncertainty. Um, let's say there's some kind of merger between two companies. 
Mm. A merger is a fuse in Czech when two companies combine to become one company. That's obviously a long process. Lots of uh, different negotiations, contracts, legal things, legal to worry things about. to do. You never really know if it's going to go well, if it's going to go badly, if people are going to get fired. What's what the fuck's going to happen? No one knows. But it'll be interesting to see how it pans out. It'll be interesting to see what the final result is. The way I like to imagine this and visualize this is with a pan, with a frying pan. Imagine you have a frying pan and you put some eggs in there, maybe some peppers, maybe a bit of bacon. You just throw it all in there. That, all the, all the eggs and the bacon, that, that's the situation. That's your life. And then you're mixing it up a bit, you know. You're moving the pan around, you're stirring it a bit, you're throwing it up in the air and, you know, that's, that's the developing of the situation. And then you look at what you have. You have a look. Do I have a nice omelette? Or do I just have an eggy mess? Who knows until you look at it. But if you've got a nice omelette, you can say, oh, that panned out nicely. It's like, yeah, good. Final situation is good. If you've just got a big eggy mess, you've got egg on your face, you say, oh, that didn't pan out too well. Bad. No omelette there. I like that visualization, Chris, because it has a pan in it. <laughs> okay. Come a on. couple of things. Give me some credit for that. That yes, was good. Yes, yeah. Okay. First, I... Uh, no. S- uh, secondly, I want to explain what would probably be the original meaning of it. Uh, but first of all, you said you have some egg on your face. Yeah, I know. That's not... Fo- okay. Right. No, that's a good thing to explain. All right. Okay. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. So, to have egg on your face is a way of saying to be embarrassed. Yeah. Like, I did something and it was embarrassing and now I have egg on my face. Because if, let's imagine, like, you eat breakfast, you have this eggy mess, all yeah. right? And then it was it was a mess and then you go out and you go to work, but you didn't wash your face properly and you still have egg literally on your face. That's embarrassing. So, we, we say, to have egg on my face, like, I am embarrassed. And cool. that's that. Uh, okay. So, uh, I think, I imagine, the original uh, uh, reason why to pan out is, mm. uh, is, is this. It still involves a pan, so you should be happy. I am happy. Uh, That's great. It, it, it must come from panning for gold, right? So, the way that panning mm. for gold works is, uh, like, in a river, in a water source that is known... Uh, to have uh, uh, gold flowing through it, uh, you you uh, scoop. You have some water in this pan, um, and then what you do is you swish or swirl the <laughs> water, right. like in a circle. You move the pan in such a way that the water moves in a circle, and eventually it all uh, it, it all goes out of this pan. Yeah, uh, because water is light compared to gold. And, and and gold is heavy compared to sand. So, any sand that's in it, that will go out as well. But the heavy gold will be at the bottom of the pan. And so, everything else is out. And then this is the result. All right? It all panned out. Yeah. And now I have this result. Well, well g- good job, Chris. Because I just Googled it and you're right. <laughs> I like Fucking my bang. I like my eggy mess versus omelette visualization because I too. think that makes a lot of sense. Sure, because you throw your fucking eggs in there, move them around, see what you got afterwards. Uh huh. But okay, fine. I think they're both good. They're Yours both is correct. fine as well. Both correct. Uh huh. 
I hope that one of those visualizations helps you understand that pan out is what is your final situation after a period of either mixing your eggs around, your situation, or looking for gold. And you say like, that panned out nicely. Mm -hmm. It went well. Or we will see how it all pans out. Often with an all. Yes. We'll see how it all pans out. If you just say we'll see how it pans out, that's fine. But the all adds that native feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's my word of the week. Okay. Good word. I, I just liked it. I feel like we use it a lot. Sure. How often do you think you use it? Not often. Okay. Me personally, not often. All right. Yeah. I think it is a bit more um, American, maybe. Okay. I, I, I hear them say it a lot. All right. I mean, Australians would probably use it as well because we had our own gold rush um, oh, in, yeah? in the cities of Ballarat and Bendigo. And that was one of the main methods of doing it in was what painting de- in for what gold. decade? D- dude, in what century? Just interested if it's the same time as the American gold rush. Uh, it was a little bit afterwards. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, it was in the latter half. Probably because they heard the- about it from California and they were like, let's get on on that. Yeah. Uh, it was just discovered afterwards. Oh, okay. Okay. And uh, yeah, and then I think some Americans also came oh. to Australia at that time okay. to do the same thing. But anyway, yes, dude. Let's get to our Chinglish useful things. This is mm-hmm. a fucking long episode. <laughs> if you've listened with us this long, thank you so much. Yeah. Feel free to give us some money at buymeacoffee.com forward slash speak like me. Because it's the whiskey that's getting us through this. I don't know about you, Chris. You finished your whiskey. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm, I'm you good? Just with my waters. It's okay. Yeah. All right. Chinglish and useful things this week. So this is a thing like for Czech people, how to say something that's like different in Czech and English. This week it's how to say Čím větší, čím lepší. Which Czech, uh, which Chris, sorry, in English is... Uh, the bigger, the better. The bigger, the better. Yes. So the point is, when you say a cheem, cheem sentence, which I find very hard to say, in English we say a the, the. The bigger, the better. It's always with some kind of comparative, like big, bigger, the comparative form. The bigger, the better. But obviously this can be a longer sentence. You can say something like, the older I get because you get older, the older I get, the more I think about death. Sure. Which is true. Mm-hmm. Don't know about you. Maybe topic for another time. <laughs> but the older I get, the more I think about death. Also, the older I get, I would say the more um, responsible I I am. Okay. What about you, Chris? Like, the older you get, what have you found you become more? Uh, the older I get... Uh, the I, I find that the older I get, the less I can hold my liquor. Really? Um, okay, and so to hold your liquor, uh, liquor being alcohol, mm-hmm. uh, means being able to control yourself once you have drunk mm-hmm. a lot. That's good um, to hold your liquor over right yeah. But I, that's that's not necessarily true. What I mean is that uh, the older I get, the more alcohol affects me the day after. And maybe oh, the yeah. day after that. Yeah. Yep. Did you notice an age this happens? Because, you know, I'm almost 30 and I still don't have it yet. I still, I never have hangovers. Okay. Um, 
Because you're 33, I, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't because I don't drink that much. As I uh, uh, explained mm. in, I think, the last episode was that, like, I, uh, yeah, I got really drunk a couple of weeks ago at the wedding and actually didn't have that bad a hangover, but it did affect me for a while. Just not that bad. Um, but before that, it was a couple of years before. So, I, I like, I can't compare it. Right, you yeah. know, it's not like, oh, in 2016, it was like this. And then 2017 was like this. And 2018 and then 2019. Mm. It's like there was a multi-year gap between my most recent super drunkenness and then the time before that. Mm. So, I don't know. Fair enough. Good point to mention is how it's not always positive comparatives. Mm. It can also be negative ones like the less... So you can say the less I, um, you know, the, speak check, the, the less good I am yeah, at it. Which so it can is be a, a less less. The less I speak check, the less good I am. Mm. Yeah, but it can be also positives like the 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 more I the more I um, hang out with Chris, the more often I use Australian expressions mm. like loose. <laughs> Getting loose on the podcast. Any so, fans? Sorry to uh, interrupt. I just wanted to say, uh, any t- fans of um, Tame Impala, the band Tame Impala, will know the song "The Less I Know, the Better." Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And again, that's still comparative. Comparative because yes. the less I know, less than the better, which is comparative from good better. Mm. Good word. So that is our Chinglish useful things from this week, and that I think wraps up the episode nicely i think so it's been quite a long one chris but also a pretty good one mm-hmm. we got deep on the queen yeah we uh we got deep in the queen hole <laughs> you walked right into it mate you walked right into it what do you want me what do you expect from me <laughs> <laughs> we did talk about the queen a lot then we talked about our our drug use which thankfully we can in a country like this uh, we don't have to worry Very about... Very casual drug use. Yeah. Very casual. Um, got some good vocab from this episode, all of which you will be able to find in the Speak Like Me app, which you can download on iOS or Android. Just search for Speak Like Me. And there's beginner, intermediate, and advanced levels on there. All of our favorite words for each level. Hundreds of good words in there with English and Czech translations. So this is for Czech people only. And there's also a section in there called Podcast. And I got a small complaint last week that, Jacob, there's only up to episode three. Yeah. I've only put up to episode three oh in the app. I've been a pretty busy guy. I've been okay. doing stuff. And it's mind-numbingly boring putting these words and the example sentences into the app. So I need, I'm going to find someone. I'm going to pay someone to do it, basically. I'm not going to do it. Okay. So I'm just looking for some. If anyone would like to earn a few thousand crowns, Please email podcast us if you'd like to put our shit into the app for us because it's some boring stuff. But we learned some good words this time. They will be in there soon, I promise. It'll just take some time. We had uh, to rock something. He's like, you look good in it. You're rocking that man bun, Chris. Um, we had the height of something is that at its most powerful. At the height of um, the Nazi empire, they controlled this much of Europe or something. To wind down. It's to become more calm. Yeah, and it's like the end of something, right? Yes. It's like um, when the yeah, the uh, it's at the end of something when things are becoming more calm. Yeah, so the end of a party, so yeah. a party winds That's down. That's good. Yeah, to hold up is what you ask someone when, like, usually when someone dies, like, hey, how are you holding up? It means how are you doing? Like after a very traumatic event, to tear up is when you get the 
tears in your eyes, but you don't actually cry. But you have the tears there. Um, to pay your respects is what you do when someone dies. And you like go to see the coffin or something, or you go to the um, the grave, uh, go to see the tombstone. Mm. Um, to be well versed in something, Chris, I'm pretty well versed in um, uh, Star Wars knowledge. What are you well versed in? I am well versed in The Simpsons, the first oh. uh, eight seasons of The Simpsons. Nice. Uh, the antithesis is the opposite of something. Um, to overlook something has two meanings. It has first one is to 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 look over with a view, so you can say my flat overlooks the JCP Square, overlooks JCP Square. But it can also mean that you missed something. The engineers overlooked the hydrogen uh, leak in the new NASA SLS rocket. Um, gunk is like. Just some nasty, thick stuff. Like I get some gunk in my eyes in the morning sometimes. Sure. Yeah. When you get when you get sick, you might have some gunk in your throat that yeah. you need to cough up. Yeah. Mm. Uh, a coughing fit is when you just can't stop coughing. Mm. Um, to manifest is how something shows itself. Usually an illness. Usually an illness. Yeah. Like you can say, um, you know, AIDS. You don't really see it, but it manifests. As, uh, I don't know. I don't know, actually. In, like, the, 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 the in a person's face? Because, like, they become, like, like <laughs> bad example. Bad chicken example. chicken pox manifests yeah. with uh, rashes and sores yeah. on your skin. Good. And the last one is to hold your liquor. To hold your liquor means to be able to drink without getting too drunk or too wasted. Yep. I can hold my liquor pretty well. Chris apparently cannot. Mm-hmm. But that's just about practice. Practice makes perfect. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed that episode. That Chris. Extra, that monster of an episode. Ah, it was pretty monstrous. How, how, where are we at? 148? About, about but a couple of... We, we had six minutes like dead space before. Uh, okay. about, about 140. Okay. So it's around our longest, but not by far. Yeah, it's not that bad. Yep. It's not that bad. Some people like this kind of length. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, guys, if you have any questions for us uh, about grammar, about vocab, uh, personal questions... Chris, where can they go? Uh, they can email us at uh, podcast at speaklikeme.cz. Damn straight. You can also give us some stars on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Please, five. It really helps us a lot. We've not had any for a while, and it always makes us happy when we get them. It makes us feel real good. It makes us feel real good. If you really love us on a deep level, then you can go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash speaklikeme, where you can give us some cash. You can give us a euro or five or 50. If you're a ledge hammer. If you're a fucking ledge hammer like Ruda, <laughs> dropping 50 on a podcast, that guy's life's going fucking well. Absolute Thank oiler. you, Ruda. Absolute oiler. And uh, oi- uh, oiler. I was calling him Ruda, you have paid for the uh, whiskey on this episode. Thank you so much. Thank Lee. you very much. Thank you very much. Um, and then something which I should be advertising more is our main thing that we're selling now to normal people which is our new membership site, Speak Like Me Plus, which is one place you can go very cheaply for 100 crowns a month to get access to our video courses about how to speak English. And this shit's crazy. It goes from knowing absolutely nothing to being completely fluent in English. The idea is, if you want to speak fluent English, this is the place to go. The first course, Essential English, 
It's 16 chapters and it explains all of English grammar from a Czech perspective with lots of example sentences, lots of quizzes, worksheets. And it's fun, I think. It's quite fun as well. The video is nice quality as well, right, Chris? Yes. Yeah, they're very good quality now. Yeah. We've got a video guy, Ryan, if you're listening. Thank you. He does all the editing for the videos. He helps film them. He's the guy behind the camera when I'm talking about all this nonsense. And then our second course is called Chinglish and Useful Things, which is what really villages, which like perfects your English. It's like learning all these useful things that we actually say every day. Common check things you don't know how to say, but how to say them in English. And if you watch these two courses, you will be able to speak pretty much the same as us. Maybe with a bit of practice, but all the stuff is there. And we're going to be adding more stuff over time. And as a member, you get all the new videos when they come out for free. Or included in that 100 crowns a month. New business videos, new how-to videos, funny stuff behind the scenes. And I'm selling the shit out of this today. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Go and get it. Speed Like Me Plus. Go to www.speedlikeme.cz forward slash plus pretty easy pretty nice right yeah i was quite happy with that one you can also follow us on instagram facebook youtube with speak like me everywhere on instagram with speak like me prague and that's it guys yeah marketing done all right over and done with chris what do you make of that episode uh it was uh, yeah no it was good it was a lot of fun it was hopefully fun. the uh listeners had a lot of fun i hope so uh i mean there's a lot of it so again if you've uh, gotten through this far thank you very much we really Content appreciate days. it yeah Thank you guys for our loyal, thank you to our loyal listeners for making it through this long episode. And we'll see you next week in our next episode of Small Talk. All right. Can't and we'll wait. see you the week after for our next full episode. All right. Thank you very much for watching and listening, guys. See you next time. See you in the next one. That was quite a smooth ending. Yes. Cheers.